0: Only son who became the sacrifice for Well, the question today we want to consider relating in the book of Acts, we want to consider are you a witness of Christ.
1: We're going to look at
0: four reasons, four evidences, let's put it that way to determine if you are a witness of Christ. Looking at Acts chapter 6, and I'm going to read from verse 10 through 15. Here we're looking at Stephen, who was uh, full of uh, faith and power, and he was just uh, asked to serve in the church, take care of the widows, you know, to be a servant. And anybody can go and serve the Lord. You don't have to be a lay leader. You don't have to be... If anybody anybody's special, as long as you're full of the Holy Spirit, you can go do it as God leads you. So here he is, and uh, he's teaching, and some people, like normal, they don't like it. All right, let's look at uh, starting with verse 10 of chapter 6 of Acts. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he, Stephen, spoke. Then they secretly induced men to say, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against against Moses and God. And, And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him, seized him, and brought him to the council. They also set up false witnesses who said, This man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses delivered to us and all who sat in the council looking steadfastly at him saw his face as the face of an angel man i just saw something there they, they you come here to destroy this place you Sounds like me in South Georgia as a preacher. But anyway, let's go on from that. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Whoa, Jesus. I have forgiven everybody. Anyway,
1: here they are.
0: Verse 10. And they were not able to resist the wisdom
1: and the spirit by which
0: he spoke. So first of all, Check to see if you're a witness. If you're a witness of Jesus, then you're going to speak in wisdom and in the Spirit. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the right application of knowledge. Uh, I taught math in, uh, in high school.
1: And boy, I tell you,
0: people do not like math whatsoever. I've got a, I've got a uh, grandson that's with me right now. That uh, he doesn't like math, but it, it, it's just you because it's complicated to some people. They don't understand it. Well, see, I understand it. And they, well, what is this for? What are you going to use this for? So you know, I've got the, the knowledge of math, but I need to teach people how to use the math in a proper way. That's the wisdom that's necessary to function in a math world.
1: Because that's what we are, isn't it? We're in a math world for sure. Everywhere you turn, we're using some kind of math
0: and technology and riding down the road, or just you know, trying to figure out finances, whatever. It's a math world. So
1: wisdom is the right
0: application to be able to understand how to use the knowledge that you have.
1: So wisdom is also the insight into the true nature of things.
0: And what it understands. So you may have knowledge, but uh, how do you use it? How do you, you have knowledge of the Word of God, but how do you use it? What what do you do with it? Where where are you? Well, how do you uh, how to,
1: yeah? That's the question,
0: isn't it? The how how why. So therefore, every time we look at um, wisdom. Well, not every time, but most of the times, wisdom in the Bible is coupled with knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge go together. Uh, we're going to look at that, first of all, of Romans chapter 11, uh, verse 33. Romans chapter 11, verse 33. O oh, the death of riches, both of wisdom and knowledge of God, How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding. Oh, the depths of riches
1: both of
0: wisdom and knowledge. You see, it's just not enough to have wisdom.
1: We need to also have the knowledge
0: to go and be able to use that wisdom to function in whatever God calls us to be and to do. And, of course, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, First Corinthians chapter 12. If you don't have this uh, teaching, go to uh, the podcast. Is uh, that what the, uh, the YouTube for Rick's teaching on the gifts of the Spirit? And 12, uh, 12, 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. Now, it's just not there. Put in that order just to be there. You see, there are these go together in that one verse.
1: Just as in the next verse, you got
0: faith and the gifts of healings. What do you need for healing? Faith. So, wisdom and wisdom, wisdom and knowledge, they go together. Uh, so, question is, well. So that's true, but where is this wisdom and knowledge? I'm glad you asked that question. I got the answer for you. Let's go over to Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. Where is this wisdom and knowledge that I can get? I want this wisdom and knowledge. How can I get this? Uh, Colossians chapter 2. Where? Where in the world? Let me see if I can find it. Hallelujah. Verse 3, In Him, in Christ, are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Wow, so where is it? In Christ? In Christ? In Christ is all the wisdom and knowledge that we need.
1: So, if I'm going to be a witness of Jesus,
0: I've got to have the wisdom of Jesus and to be able to have the wisdom of Jesus, i got to know I already have it. <laughs> it's in me. You see, I'm not thinking about up here. I can make wise decisions because I can calculate how to do all this and how to figure this out. No,
1: because you see,
0: the next part says he uh, spoke in the Spirit, by the Spirit, by the Spirit, yes. It's just not enough to have wisdom, but you gotta have an avenue through which that wisdom can come out of you
1: to the situation that's at hand.
0: And he spoke by—that's what he, he spoke by the Spirit. so let me see here. What 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 can we find on that? Uh, Acts chapter two. Getting back into Acts. Hey Frank, I never known you to be in the in, in the scriptures so much. Well, you haven't listened to me. <laughs> I, I don't know anything else, but the word explains everything for you. Acts chapter two, verse four. On the day of Pentecost, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance.
1: And they say, well, okay, well, that's prayer
0: language, you know. You know, that's, that's the only time that the Holy Spirit speaks is through a prayer language in you. Uh, well, I believe it's both. Not only be able to speak in tongues, be able to speak in a prayer language through, in and through you, but also to be able to share something with someone by the Spirit, by the Spirit.
1: How do I know that? Well, I'm...
0: Yeah, I'm in the midst of proving all this. 4.8, Acts 4, eight. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Peter, with the Holy Spirit, he spoke. Because he was full of the Holy Spirit, he spoke. It, it could have just said, Peter uh, spoke to them. No, it says Peter, full of the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, he spoke. Now let's uh, continue on uh, in Acts chapter four, verse uh, thirty-one. Peter went back after he was accused of all of this stuff, and then and told not to preach and teach in Jesus, and he came back to his uh, believers. And they gathered together and prayed. And then in verse 31, When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the Word of God with boldness. See, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke with boldness the Word of God. Didn't say anything about praying in, in tongues. It could have been, yes, possibility thereof, included therein. But they spoke by the Holy Spirit with boldness. You see, you're gonna if when you
1: <laughs> I was in the grocery
0: store today, and then a the girl standing there checking me out, boy, she was busy, she was the only one there, and people were lined up, and boy, she looked at me and said uh, you're having a nice day and I said, yes, I'm having a nice day because of Jesus He said you're right there and you know to me, I am an introvert I am timid that's the way I grew up but by the Holy Spirit you speak boldness it doesn't make any difference where you are because the Holy Spirit brings it out you begin to speak oh hallelujah so you're filled with the Holy Spirit, and you and you speak in boldness, which is a clear presentation of what the gospel is all about. You see, sometimes people want to go and share, but they don't know how to. They want to go witness, but they don't know how to. Well, guess what? I've been through an evangelistic course on how tos, <laughs> but you don't have to, have to know how to if you got the Holy Spirit speaking in and through you, you've got what it takes because He's going to put the words in your mouth.
1: He'll do that if you trust Him to do
0: it. And that's what they were doing in the book of Acts. Wherever they went, they were speaking what the Spirit would put in them and to share. Hallelujah. Now, so, back in uh, verse 10, remember, back in verse 10 of uh, chapter 6, Remember what it was said?
1: It said, what well, happened um, to
0: Stephen, they were all uh, not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit which he spoke. See, it wasn't the wisdom, but it was the spirit and the spirit which he spoke. Hallelujah. You speak when you
1: know you're a witness of Christ. You are speaking in wisdom and in the Holy
0: Spirit. It's not something you make up. It's not something you do on your own. It's Him. It's always Him. Why? Because then you'll He'll get all the glory. <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, number one evidence. You ready for three more? <laughs> we got all afternoon. Don't we? we got all day. Uh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Let's go for it. All right, let's look at the next one here. In verse 10, again, it says that they were not able to resist. (laughs) I guarantee you when you begin to speak the truth, people are not going to be able to resist. They can't withstand the truth. The truth begins to happen. Something's going to happen in them. Something's going to happen. Always it will happen whether it's negative in their lives, whether it's something being exposed, something's going to happen. It's going to bring conviction upon their lives. Well, let's go back over to Acts chapter 2, verse 40 and 41. Uh Uh-huh. Ah, praise the Lord. Here we have uh, Peter. He's just giving a great sermon of repentance and verse 40, with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from the, this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and they, that day about 3,000 souls were added to them, and they were all continued steadfastly in apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Hallelujah. They were exhorted. Peter, full of the Holy Spirit, began to speak. He began to speak, and the people could not resist it. It brought conviction on their lives. And 3,000 souls was there. 3,000. Oh, mercy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I about uh, Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 4? Acts 4. Now, as they spoke to the people, Peter and John being arrested, as they spoke to the people and the the priests, the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead.
1: They laid hands on them
0: and put them in custody until the next day for it was already evening. However, Many of those who heard the Word (laughs) believed, and number of them were 5,000. That's 8,000 already. (laughs) The church is growing. Hallelujah. Why? Because, see, they were full of the Holy Spirit, and people could not resist. They could not resist the truth that began to penetrate their innermost being. I know, um, I called somebody today, and she began to speak. Speak of the word. The word began to penetrate me, and it grabbed hold of me.
1: That this is what I need.
0: It, it, it took hold of me. If, if I, by the Spirit it took hold of me. So one thing we can find out, though, that evil can't stand it. And so that's what took place. When they heard, when they heard Stephen speak. Uh, They couldn't stand what they were hearing, the truth, because it was penetrating their lives to change them.
1: Therefore, they tried everything
0: in the world to try to stop it. That's what the evil will try to do. See, it's either going to penetrate and it's going to change people's lives, or it's going to penetrate and disrupt their lives
1: to the point that they can't stand it and they will try to get rid of
0: it. Uh, there again, uh, South Georgia came into being. But anyway, furthermore, it, it, it is gonna, it's going to do one of those two things. It's going to hit. It's going to hit. And it's going to hit hard. And people can't resist it. And it's going to make a positive result or a negative result in their lives the way they just can't stand it. And they just want to get rid of it. All right. So. When you're a witness of Jesus, Uh, you'll speak in wisdom and in the Spirit, and you'll you'll begin to say some things that the people cannot resist. They can't resist. Something's going to happen in their lives, for sure. Never fails. All right? Number three. Uh, Back in uh, Acts chapter 6, we are... And 11 through 14, we have them come up with, well, uh, they are secretly inducing men to say, uh, that's what they would, these oh, religious leaders tried to get people, false witnesses, to come against Peter, come against Stephen. And, uh, well,
1: they, they brought him to the council,
0: all these false witnesses, and tried to come up with all these lies and everything. And see, that's exactly what's going to happen when you speak the truth, when you witness of Jesus. There's going to be persecution. No, oh, I didn't want to hear that. No, I didn't want to hear that. Sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes I ask people, uh, are you are you a follower of Jesus? He says yes, I am. Are you being persecuted? Uh, well, no, not really. <laughs> oh, watch out now. I tell you, I'm not saying everywhere you go you're going to be persecuted, but I'm saying if you're speaking the truth, something's going to happen that people don't like. I tell you, and they were trying to persecute Stephen just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. Oh, oh just like Jesus. Yeah. Stephen was just like Jesus. Don't you want to be just like Jesus? (laughs) And be persecuted? Well, that's what's going on. I don't know. That's not exactly what I signed up for, Lord. (laughs) Well, uh, starting with uh, verse 59. And the chief priests and the elders and all the council sought false testimony against Jesus.
1: Wow, that sounds like the
0: same thing they did over here with Stephen, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, just like Jesus.
0: They put him to death,
1: and but they found none, even though
0: many false witnesses came forward, they found none, but at least two false witnesses came forward, and they said, this fellow, I am, I am able to destroy the temple and to build it up in three days. God, that sounds like what they were saying over here about Stephen. Wow. Wow. So, you see... When you are a witness of Jesus, you will run into persecution and people will try to destroy what you're doing. They will try to kill it, try to get rid of it. So, are you a witness of Jesus? (laughs) The the first two were pretty pretty easy, uh, you know, um, I can speak in wisdom and in the spirit. yeah, you know, I can do that, and uh, and uh, I know people uh, are going to receive it or not receive it. That's gonna be that, that's, that's that's great, yeah, great. But now, wait a minute, they're gonna start attacking me. Uh, I don't know if I. Saw, uh, no, no. Let me back up, man. Jesus, you know, I want to follow you, but you know what? There is no buts with Jesus. You're either going to follow him or you're not. You're going to go all the way. If you go all the way, you're going to wind up in some persecution somewhere along the line. It's going to happen for sure. Guarantee. If you want to be like Jesus, Stephen wanted to be like Jesus. He found persecution. And Jesus said, hey, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right? So I'm going to speak in wisdom and in spirit. I'm, uh, people are going going to try to resist, and people are going to persecute me. How about uh, last name? Verse 15 of chapter 6 of Acts. And all who sat in the council, looking steadfastly at him, saw his face as, an angel, as a face of an angel. Saw his face as a face of an angel. When you are witness for Jesus... God's presence will be upon you. God's presence will be upon you. People will see something different. They will see it happening. And something is different about this man. I see him as, a, as an angel. As a Wow. Luke chapter 9. We'll end up with that. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, verse 28, and following. You see, when you witness of Jesus, the Spirit of God is so evident in you and through you that God's presence is on you. People will see the difference. They saw Stephen. He looked like an angel. Hallelujah. Verse 28 of uh, Luke, Luke 9. I'll read over to Luke 9 here. Oh, yeah, you go, Frank. 28. Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he took Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered. Hmm. His face was like an angel. That's what Stephen was. And his robe became white and glistening. And behold, two men talked with them. And it were Moses and Elijah
1: who appeared in glory and spoke of his
0: decease, uh, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. uh, Peter
1: and those with him were heavy with sleep.
0: And when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Hallelujah. You see, when when you're doing the Lord's work, when you are doing exactly what He wants you to do, when you become a witness of Jesus, there's going to be His presence all over you and people are going to see a difference. They're going to see a difference in you. You see, it's just not a matter of uh, walking out and, and speaking some nice words when you go out and speak in wisdom and in the Holy Spirit speaking in and through you, it's going to make a difference. People are going to resist or it's going to penetrate them to the point they're going to be changed. And you're going to be running into persecution as Jesus was, they're going to try to find. Well, we better uh, try to stop this, and uh, we're going to. They try to find false witnesses like against Jesus, same way as Stephen, didn't work. And also, the glory of God's presence will be upon you.
1: So I question
0: now, The question I started with now, Are you a witness of Jesus? I'm just not asking you. Do you know Jesus?
1: I'm not asking
0: if you go to church and you worship Jesus.
1: I'm asking if you're a witness of Jesus wherever you go,
0: wherever you attend, no matter where you are. Like I told you this morning, I was in the grocery store. There I was. That's not exactly a, a, a pulpit standing there for free to preach.
1: No, but there's someone there
0: that needs to be reminded that Jesus is in control. Jesus is taking care of her. Jesus will watch over her. That's what needs to take place. Now, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go today? What, what are you, What's in your life? Who are you going to run into?
1: God has an
0: assignment for you today in your life that people need to hear Jesus. Jesus in their life. So, oh, now, I'm going to get back to my favorite saying. If you're always getting ready, you'll be ready. Don't wait till it's time to go out to get ready. Get ready now. When you're constantly being ready, when you're constantly spending time with the Lord, when you're constantly in His presence, when you're constantly just in His Word, when you're constantly shutting the TV off, uh,
1: and and I'm getting up, stepping
0: on toes now, yeah you got to get into the presence of the Lord. you got to be ready because, see, He's going to use you when it's time. And when it's time, you're already ready. <laughs> you're already ready. You just open your mouth and the Spirit speaks. That's all what it's all about. So, are you a witness of Jesus? I pray that you're Let me pray for you today. Father... In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray the anointing of the power of the Holy Spirit to be upon each one listening right now. That they will make up their minds, make up their their hearts, get totally committed that I'm going to get ready to be used by Jesus. So now, with the power of the Spirit and in the wisdom of God, you can go forth and not be ashamed. You will always speak and not be afraid. You will always see and not be blinded and you will always do what God wants you to do in Jesus name. Amen. Amen Oh God's mercy so mercy me To every generation. He gives the joy of his salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world.